Welcome to Lit with Kelly and Jacqueline, the podcast. If you're one of the people who have stopped by our blog at litwithkellyandjacqueline.com, thanks for reading and for finding us here. If this is the first time you've heard of us, we're glad you found the podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Jacqueline. And we're back here in the book cave. For episode 37. Oh, wow. Here we are again to talk about uh, Rebecca Mackay's I Have Some Questions for You. Mm-hmm. And so I actually, when Jacqueline recommended this, we actually, well, I saw it as Ellen Hildebrand had said, you got to read this book. Yeah. And so, and then she's like, hey, do you want to read this? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I had read a review of this somewhere in a professional journal because I had oh. written it down before um, before we even had it in our catalog at work. So I was early on the hold list, which I was pretty pleased about. Right. <laughs> Didn't have to wait for it. Yeah, no, I, I had so, to wait a long time for yeah. it. <clears throat> um, but can you synopsisize this book, Kelly? <laughs> I can synopsisize this book br- very briefly. Okay. So this is a story about a boarding school and... Um, so the main character, who is pretty much the voice that you hear throughout the story, she's like the narrator. Her name is Bodie Kane. And um, so she went to this boarding school for four years. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so she's reminiscing. Now she's now married. Ish. Ish. And with two small children, you know, five and four, maybe something, an eight or something like that. But anyway, she's uh, looking back on what happened during her senior year year there, which was the murder of one of the students that was never, well, was solved, but may not have the right person who was accused. Right. Right. Okay. So anyway, this is her going back. So you get a little bit of glimpse of her time in boarding school, and then you get a little good, a little bit of her time as the adult who's looking back on it and trying to figure out what actually happened. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you didn't give anything away. I did not. It's very generic. You have a knack for this. Good work. <laughs> very generic. So there's there's like a lot of choices for drinks in this one. I feel like this drink that we chose has a lot of the choices that were in the book all in this one drink. That's all I'm. Goodness. It's like part margarita, part cheap beer, <laughs> right? Part good cocktail. Yeah, yeah. So today we are drinking. Um, Something the internet calls a Corona Sunrise, um, which is a play on the tequila sunrise. It is most of a bottle of Corona beer. You have to drink it down to the top of yeah, the label. According to the recipe. <laughs> um, and I, I can only credit Instagram. I don't remember what account I saw this on, it, but it's somewhere online. But I, there are, when I searched it again, there are a number of recipes. So the one we used is Corona, lime juice, grenadine, white tequila, and orange juice. Correct. So um, you put it all in the Corona bottle and you add the grenadine last and it makes the pretty red bottom layer that then eventually dispenses, disperses, disperses, disperses through yes. the rest of the drink. And so now we're drinking what looks like pink lemonade on exactly. a Corona bottle. <laughs> so, but it, all right. So all let's right. give it a taste. Okay. Cheers. And I love it. It's very good. Not too sweet because, you know, though we did only put half the grenadine in. Yeah. It's called it sounded like a lot. It did. It would have been a lot sweeter. But you can certainly taste, you can certainly taste the beer. You can taste the orange juice. I can taste the lime. I don't taste the tequila, which is a problem. 
So you wanted more tequila? <laughs> well, no. More I tequila, mean, less grenadine? <laughs> no. What I mean by that is, like, since I can't taste the tequila, I could drink oh, more of it. these. Cause, because it's dangerous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not because you wish we could taste right. more tequila. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, got it. Yeah. I, yeah, I like it. And you're right. You got, I could easily, well, I shouldn't, but you could sip on one of these oh, all day long. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we took a little, there was some margaritas in this one. There was beer in this one. There was some other fancy cocktails. So we sort of blended all the choices and this is where we landed. And it's kind of gloomy here today. It so it's a nice um, offset to that <laughs> right. gross weather that's outside. So, but this is going to change soon, right? We're not going to have to deal with this very long. It will. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So I would be, I, you could make these by the pitcher, I think, easy. Oh, I think so. Yep. Over yeah. some crushed ice to keep mm-hmm. them real cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. Mm-hmm. So before we get into spoilers, Kelly, what have you been reading? Oh, I've been so busy. But I did read What Happened to the Bennets by Lisa Scottolini. Okay. I haven't read that one. Did you like it? Yes. I mean, it was a good suspense mystery, kind of a twist type of thing, though I might have figured out the twist before it happened. Oh, but um, it's been a while since I read it, too. I've only That's the only one I've read. But yeah, I did like it. It's... um. It's about um, a family that has, you know, two kids, you know, loving family, whatever. And and due to some random act of violence, the daughter is murdered very unexpectedly in front of all of them. And then they have to. And then what happens is they have to go into witness protection program and all this kind of stuff. And it's like very suspenseful and. There's a lot of twists in it, so yeah, it was good, okay. but it was, again, it was a little too long. Oh, I thought I thought it could end like a hundred pages before. <laughs> what was that book that long? <laughs> no, but oh, I no. just felt I just felt they kept drawing it on and on and on. Okay. I, you know, it could have been my attention span too. Okay, but um, yeah, but I, I it did keep me. I mean, I kept having to finish it, so it kept me okay. going. Yeah, all right. Um, it has been a while since we were here, so I have a fair number. I read a bunch of Chanel Cleeton books. I finished up all of the ones I had not read yet. She's the one who writes about the history of Cuba. Oh. And I just read the new one, The Cuban Heiress, which was pretty good. I read the London Seance Society, or rather, I listened to it. Um, that was a good one. And um, I read, finally, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle oh, Zevin. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really like that. Um I was maybe expecting a little bit more plot action as opposed to the character development, but I think that I think the character development was the point. Oh well, <laughs> um, that's the one about two or or no three people who work together to design a video game while they're in college, and then um, like it encompasses like thirty years mm-hmm. of their relationship. Oh, okay, and so in thirty years. There's a lot of talk about like video game development, which I didn't know anything about <laughs> at all. But also the dynamics between the characters changes a lot in that time span. And um, I enjoyed it. I was talking to someone else who said I they were reading it because everyone else had really loved it and they weren't really getting that. <laughs> oh, so. Hmm. Which always sort of makes me reassess when I when I've read something like oh maybe maybe it could have been a little shorter but I wasn't I wasn't sad about how long it took me I, I read it really fast and it um I enjoyed it like I got done and I thought oh that was a good story I did I love it no 
well, you know, am I, is it one that I'm, um, like telling people they have to read? No, but but honestly, I haven't found a lot of those. (laughs) Right. So, um, I don't know, but it's, it's worth reading. I liked it enough to say that, you know, if you're into character stuff, give give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've listened to a bunch. Um, maybe the mo- the one that's the most fun was called Georgie All Along by Kate Claiborne. Although, fair warning, I had to turn the volume down a couple times while I was at stop signs. Oh. <laughs> Got a little spicy. So. so there you go. All right. So we've covered the drink. We've covered what we've been reading. Are you ready to get into spoilers? Um, I have some questions for you. I am. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Spoiler alert. Well, there was a lot. There's a lot. I say that a lot. I feel like there was, but there was a lot going on in this story. So, I had a hard time with the main character Bodie Kane. Mm. I didn't really like her. Okay, at all, and so I struggled. Were we supposed to? I don't think so. Okay, and so maybe that's good, but it's, it's hard when you don't like a character. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also had like for the longest time. I didn't know who she was speaking to. So for a while, I was questioning whether she was speaking to me. Okay. Because she kept saying, and you did this, and you did this. And I'm like, and did I miss it in the beginning? Like, I don't know if she identified who she was speaking to until... No, I don't think so. ...mid point. But, you know, fairly soon I did realize that she's not speaking to me and that she's speaking to somebody who she hasn't identified yet. But it was just... Like a really weird because you're part of the conversation because she keeps saying you, 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 mm-hmm. you did this, you did this. And it was it was just right. But yeah, I didn't care for her. OK. Mm-mm. And that made it difficult. Actually, I didn't care for hardly anyone. <laughs> Any of those kids at the boarding school. <laughs> I mean, wait, seriously. the kids in the past or the kids in the present? Well, they're all the same technically. right? Okay. I mean, she like. She knew him in the the past, or and but she's now seeing them again in the future because of you know the trial and that kind of stuff, right? Right. Well, I guess what oh, I'm asking I mean, you are like her classmates are the ones that she's back oh, there now to teach, or doesn't it matter? Her class, it doesn't matter. Okay. I, like I didn't feel a connection to really any of the characters okay. in the book. So okay. maybe maybe Thalia, the one that died. Yeah. Yeah. So basically. What happened is, now that we're in spoiler yeah, alerts, go. okay, so she, you know, she's a senior in, at this boarding school, and um, the final play of the, like, she's in theater, she's backstage yep. in theater, and so she's in this theater group, and so it was like the final stage production for the year, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And um, one of the uh, characters, or one of the students, her name was Thalia Keith, right? Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, she ends up that night, she ends up uh, dying. She's being murdered, been murdered. They don't find her for a day. Yeah. And um, and so. Well, they don't know she's been murdered out of the gate. Well, that's they, true. They find her. They find her body. And at pool. first they assume it's an accident. Right. But then as things you know, they start investigating or not investigating, depending on whose point of view. <laughs> they, right. Right. they ended up hitting it on the athletic trainer mm-hmm. basically who happens to be a black man mm-hmm. right and so he goes to jail yes and has been in by at this point when you meet her 
has been in jail for at least 10 to 15 years. I thought it was closer to 20. Maybe. This Okay, so in, it was 1995 when the incident occurred, and Bodie goes back to the school. So she gets a, a job. Okay, first of all, Bodie's a podcaster. <laughs> she is. For her real like day job. And in January 2018, so that's 23 years, years later, yeah. um, she's been invited back to teach like a two-week course on podcasting at her old school. And I think she's and she said I think she says this in the book she's like going back has sort of brought all of this back to the to the surface for her uh, Talia was her roommate that at the time that she died and they weren't friends necessarily but in that way that we all do that, right. that was her connection to this tragedy right and um so she's been invited back to teach this mini semester, and she's talking about how, like, just being in this place is making her think and think and think again about what happened. And then when she's talking to the students who are taking her course, she's giving them, like, sample ideas of what these podcasts could be about. And she freely admits to the, the, non, the unknown subject that she's speaking to that, like, maybe she knew what she was doing when she threw this, mur- this murder case out there right. for discussion, but... Maybe not. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'd been weighing on her for a long mm-hmm. time just by like, I also feel like it had been weighing on her before she got to the school. And then, yes, you know, like she'd been thinking about this for a while. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the whole thing is like to, well, and she has in her mind, Bodhi has in her mind who she thinks yes. really did it. Yep. And it's not who they put in jail. No. And she's doing that thing where the further she is thinking about stuff and the more that she's talking to people, she's like it's she's using it to justify her version of the story. Right. 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 And that's when she becomes that unreliable narrator. Mm -hmm. So I never believed anything she said. Okay. Because I'm like, you're seeing this through a lens. Yes. And um, of your experience with this person who she's accusing of, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know that I saw the twist at the end. Um, the twist no. of actually who I don't know that I saw that coming. Even, like ultimately though it like it should have been the clearest answer. Well, it should have been. <laughs> I mean, yes, it should have been. But if anybody has watched any episode of Dateline <laughs> ever. Well, right. But of all those kids, like like there's a lot that goes on at any school, but this and I'm not saying that this is this boarding school was special in the fact that they had a bunch of not necessarily rich, but the illusion of being rich because there was a lot of that the illusion mm-hmm. of people having mm-hmm. money because mm-hmm. it cost so much to go to a boarding school. Yep. But also there was just a lot of bullying and um, that kind of stuff going on during her time there. I mean, she was a nerd. Bodie was a nerd, like, and she was very uncertain of her place at this school. Absolutely, but. As you as you read more about her engagements with people like later on, the same classmates, but now as 40 year olds, they were all like, oh, you had it together. Right. You had your own look. You had your own vibe. And she was like, I was faking all of that, you know, and uh, that's probably true for a lot of people. Well, <laughs> oh, I agree. through high 100%. school, right? 100%. Like, but th- I think there was a few people that saw through her, and those were the ones that were bullying her, because she was yeah. bullied, very yeah. much so. Just by the girls, even. Like, I didn't think that And that one creepy kid who wouldn't quit, like, 
insinuating that she was like trying to date him. Yeah. Or trying to get with him. Yeah. Like it was just. Yeah. I don't. There was. It, it was kind of hard to read the the past recollections because there was like there was a lot there of was a lot behavior going on yeah. that you're like ah I, which is it, it's realistic right right but you don't I, I just, don't want yeah. I haven't been in high school in a really long time I know me neither <laughs> <laughs> you know as what I'm like oh uh, heck no <laughs> zero desire to experience this again so okay. Okay, I'm going to interject to something that is like it related to nothing except that I just I feel like the character names in this book were spectacular. Oh, really? <laughs> like, do. give me an example. I, I don't know. I just like everybody who they named. I was like, what a great name. Oh, I don't know why I felt like that. But I just I, yeah. I so like, there was oh. a Robbie, a Dorian, a Fran. Fran and Anne were Fran a couple. And that was adorable. <laughs> and like. I'm, like Bodie Kane is a good name right. for somebody who's like hosting something. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, that is a good. Talia name. Keith. That yeah. was a name uh, meant to be. Yeah. You know, t- I don't know. I just I thought it was. I thought the names were <laughs> right. were, were really good. There was a Jeff, but it was the G E O kind. Right. You know, right. and yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it. Like I just liked the character names. I thought she did a nice job with those. Yeah, and and like most books that have a dual timeline. I it slows me down. It I it absolutely really have to me take down. more time. Yes, um, and sometimes go back and read. Like, well, wait a minute here. Didn't she like? I had to follow. Like she would say something in one timeline, and then you had to go back and mm-hmm. like you know it. It was just yeah. It really slowed me down too. Yeah. So ultimately, Bodie believes that the real culprit of this crime is a teacher, mm-hmm. and it's a teacher she believes was having an affair with Talia when Talia was a student. Obviously. But the problem with, as you alluded to earlier, the problem with this entire case is that it wasn't investigated very well. Mm, Right. There was no securing of a crime scene. Mm -mm. There was more worry about, like, the outward um, perception versus, like, actually doing what they needed to do to solve the crime. It took him a week to actually... So she was found in the pool, Mm -hmm. and they didn't close off that... At, well, maybe what a couple hours right. to get her out. And then they drained it, and then they drained it, <laughs> and then you know, then every then all the students had access to it again until a week later when they figured out, oh wait a minute, this isn't yeah. just an accident. Now we, it's a it's a murder investigation. Yeah. So now we're going to rope it off. But but now all four hundred kids or whatever have been tromping around right. this this area, right. yeah, and in the pool and in the locker rooms and whatever. And they, like you said, ultimately it was. Um, the athletic trainer was convicted. It was assumed that they were having an affair, that Talia and the athletic trainer were having an affair. But Talia also had a steady boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So there was some, I don't know, illusion that maybe they had some sort of spat about this and and he pushed her in the pool or he drowned her or whatever. And um, there was not a lot of, there was not a lot of or any evidence to support that other than he was in the building at the time that they assumed she died. Right. And so, yeah, so through the podcasting class, two students have started interviewing past students, Bodhi's classmates, Bodhi herself, some of the teachers who were there at the time, and um, they reached some different conclusions. And, I, okay, I'm going to, I don't like to do this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer a criticism. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. In real life, I criticize stuff all the time. But listen, <laughs> I know authors work really hard, and I don't like to say not nice things about books. This book is a little bit too long. 100%. <laughs> this book is a little bit too long. It, she was only supposed to be at Granby, which is a school, for two weeks. It felt like we were here for a year mm-hmm. in this particular part of the story. Well, basically, well, in that particular part of the story, because basically we're through several years because yes when yes. the trial starts it's right. a few years later because we're getting the 95 stuff yes and then we're getting the 2018 stuff and then, and we, then get we get the, the trial stuff, stuff later yes, yes. and so I, the book is a little bit too long I, maybe that's the only mean thing i'm gonna say <laughs> sorry rebecca <laughs> it's not a mean thing it's just a it's just a realistic thing right because i think in the only part that to me it got too long was during the trial Oh, okay. It could have been. I thought it was cont- too long at the school. Oh, okay. no, I didn't. I didn't get. I I wasn't ready to be done until it was the trial part. Okay, but so as these students in in 2018 are doing these interviews, and Bodie's maybe doing a little bit more interfering than she should be with their podcast research, but she's like directing them to people, and she yes, she's using this as a way to answer some questions that she has left over from this time frame and then she starts hence the reason why it's titled i have some exactly. questions for you <laughs> and she's also starting to doubt the things that she may have said to the police right as a 17 year old because they all well and they all there's this idea in the book that people uh the students that were interviewed pushed not pushed it's not the right word but directed the investigation by what they said because of the guy's name, the athletic trainer was Omar. Mm-hmm. So he, they said he sold drugs. So, you know, you're, you're directing where pl- police are going to look based on what you say about particular individuals. And I think that happened. I think that's what happened to get Omar convicted. Number one, the police didn't do their job, obviously. But number two, it was the students were directing and and they weren't and the police weren't asking the right questions either, right? They once somebody said something about something, that's all they stuck on, right? Right. It was very much a we don't really have any. It felt like it felt like I don't know the first thing about police work. <laughs> me let me just make that clear. So let me. I should be criticizing. <laughs> I don't know anything about how these work. All I know is what I've seen on television, which we know is one hundred percent reliable. Right. <laughs> right. I yeah. They they didn't. It didn't feel like they had anything to go on so any sort of off comment that any of these random students were throwing out suddenly became a point of interest right and it was one of the characters present day or 2018 Mm -hmm. when beth was talking or no maybe it was during the trial uh when bodie was talking i think she was talking to beth okay and beth says well they didn't ask me they only asked me if i had a flask they didn't ask me if Talia drank out of the flask or right. something like that, right. you know, it's just and so she, they didn't get to the bottom of the information that they needed. No, no. So that was interesting. But I do think that Bodie, the reason that she was so obsessed with the professor, like the teacher mm-hmm. as being the um, perpetrator. Is my, yes, my psychological. Go. <laughs> And we're professionals in nothing except library science. <laughs> Let's just we'll put that disclaimer it on it. Because so he he was the first one because you know Bodhi didn't come from a very good life, right? Her mom was a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, right, she moved. Yeah, she was taken in by. Uh, 
Oh, a foster uh, the Robesons, yes, foster family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, who were Seventh Day Adventists? Who no Mormon? Well, Mormon. There we go. Um, anyway, and and it was the Robesons who got her into this school because her mom up and left her. her mom was yeah, she was crazy. She had her own yes, and so she Bodhi didn't have great self esteem because she never got it from anybody in her. So here she yeah. comes to this boarding school, and so here's a teacher when he arrives that pays attention to her and. And says that she's going to go where, you know, somewhere with her skills or, you know, whatever. And so I think there was, and just to talk about this teacher a little bit, Mm -hmm. he was very manipulative to these young girls Mm. as it comes out in the story, right? Well, as Bodhi is leading us to believe. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So I think that there's was a little bit of like betrayal felt when the teacher and Talia got together. And more of a... Was she feeling a little jealous? I think so. Okay. And so, but not so much jealous, but more betrayed. Because why, not that she wanted that relationship, but why didn't he come at her like he did? Do you know what I mean? Why was Like she didn't want it, but she wanted to be considered? Yes. (laughs) Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I think her whole lens of looking at him as a suspect was based on that. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was a little, it was clouded a little bit by her. Right. Like, how dare you pick someone else? Well, just the the notion that she might not have been good enough for him or what he liked. Okay. You know? I mean, because he was very attentive to her in a one way, but not in the way that he was to the other girls. Right. Right. Different kind of attention. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in in part two of the book... It's 2022. So it's in 2018, she's doing the podcast class. And in 2022, there is a change in in things for Omar. Right. And the case is being revisited. Just in a grand just in a grand jury like hearing, not in a like a new trial. It was just, it was like a hearing to decide if there was going to be a new trial. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. Because yes. the ultimately it was decided there wasn't going to be a new trial, right? They um, denied that. Right. Then Bodhi Sixth, the conspiracy theorist <laughs> on the teacher. Right. She secretly provides some details to this person who's been I'm going to call it obsessively following this case since it happened mm-hmm. and he's he's sharing his theories online and he's sharing them on YouTube and and she lets she lets slip and I'm putting that in air quotes some info about the teacher and this this conspiracy theorist tracks him down. But by then Bodie's not so sure anymore. No, but she gets validation, though, because once that conspiracy theorist, his name is Dane, right? Yes. Dana, Dana, Dane. Dane. Um, you know, post that, then all these women or girls start coming out of the woodwork about their experience with this teacher, mm-hmm. right? So that part of it was accurate. Like yeah. the part that, you know, he manipulates young girls yep. to whatever. Does he go so far as to murder someone? Yeah, but you're right. And there's a there's a picture like who has so who has the picture? So the the Alden and Brett, Alden, mm-hmm. Brett. Alder. Yeah, Alder. you're right. And Brett, they have a picture. So back in the day, one of the kids actually took a picture of Robbie, who the back of his sweatshirt has the pattern as if he had muddy rode a bike. 
Um, and that's when they start to think about, okay, well, maybe Robbie wasn't at the mattresses in the woods with all the other kids after the thing. <laughs> Just, they really needed some. Okay, for as, for as good as the character names were, they needed to name some of these spots on campus a little easier, <laughs> right? So there was a hangout spot with right. mattresses and stuff out in the woods where the kids used to go and drink, right? So hence the reason yeah. why we're now drinking beer, tequila, and what, right? Whatever else, right? Right. It's all. A, is it a conglomeration of all of the drinks? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so ultimately, uh, Bodhi puts together that it was not Omar and right. it was not the teacher. Right. But in fact, she fully believes it was the boyfriend. Right, after all this time. Which is what everybody thinks from the onset. <laughs> Only once again, they didn't, they maybe didn't ask the right questions. Right. But you know what was funny to me? Of all the things, you never get anything from the teacher no even after the conspiracy conspiracy theorist yes <laughs> you know outs him and whatever there's no there's no like news story there's no there's no nothing about the teacher like he's just this he's just this name and this phantom figure but like how did all of this affect him number one people are accusing him of murder and number two people are accusing him of Manipulating and, you know, uh, inappropriately behaving with students. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But so like you never get a glimpse into now maybe he is in Bulgaria because didn't they say that he moved to Bulgaria right yeah, after he took a job day? right after yeah. Tolia died. Which is another red flag there that makes you. Yeah. As the narr you know, the unreliable narrator goes on and states that, you know, right after. Why would you go to Bulgaria unless you're running away from something? Right. 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 So, I mean, there's the, all those like red herring type things in there but that's what was funny strange to me is that you never heard how any of this affected him i wanted to i wanted some response from mr buck okay that's what i was looking for and i got i got nothing yeah so that's my problem too yeah <laughs> and i was for as long as this book was i was really hoping for more of a wrap-up that felt satisfactory. <laughs> right, because the ending is not satisfying. <laughs> it is not. Um, it is not satisfying, in my opinion. Um, I know there are lots of people who are fine with ambiguity in the endings of books. I am not one of those people. I like to have a big bow tied up at the end. <laughs> well, I don't need it tied up at the end. I do. I need, I just need, like, something more than what I got here at this one, because there was just a lot of... Um, other than now she's happily with, uh, you know, she's, I'm assuming she got divorced. It never said that she fully got divorced. Um, I think in the in the time span that we don't read from 2018 oh, okay. to 2022, because there's that whole like other Twitter storyline happening with her yeah. ex. Yeah. He responds to someone's tweet with Bodie Kane and I have been separated or whatever for X number of years. Like, don't drag her into this. Okay. I was trying to find the exact part. When we find out that Omar's, he's not going to get out of jail. No. Like whatever they've done. And that, and there's to no me, new I trial. was like, listen, this is your fictional story. <laughs> you are the writer and you have given us the real culprit. <laughs> right. We've all Can identified. Just, I don't so know. So there should be some justice. I felt like, like, yeah. And I understand, unfortunately, that this is probably the more realistic ending to this particular well, story. Right. Um, because there was no and, evidence. And maybe this isn't like the end end, but. I yeah, I um I felt like 
you know, this wasn't a nonfiction research story. This was this was Rebecca Mackay's version of this particular tale. And I would have liked to see a little more justice in this particular <laughs> part of the New England. <laughs> so, right. Um, but I think that there I think this would be a good book for book clubs because oh, there's a lot to debate. So, yes. There's a lot um, to talk about. You know, from unreliable narrators, what are we like when we're in high school versus what are we like when we're 40 and how much can you actually remember? I mean, that's the other thing of this is like now we're now we're 25 years later or whatever. And people are like, oh, this is how I remember it going. But how how much can we trust that, too? Well, right. I mean, ultimately, I do think based on what we read, Robbie probably was the one. But like I it's, it's also your memory deteriorates after a while and. Are you only remembering what you've been telling over and over for years and years? I don't know. Right. And so. I think I think the one character, Beth, was the perfect character for that because, she, you know, she just kept saying what she remembered. Mm-hmm. Or And at one point she says, I don't remember. It's like how many years ago? 20 right. years ago. I don't really remember. And then something jogged her memory about Robbie's abusiveness toward Talia. Yeah. And, and then she's like, oh, wait a minute here. So, I mean. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's good luck. That's that's the kind of detail that that, that the storyteller can work in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. I mean, I did enjoy it. I mean, I, I did. Yeah. I'm not sorry that I read it. No. I just I, I am one who likes a, a clearer, more um, finished ending to a story. And um, while this does, in fact, it has an ending. It's um, it's not what I was hoping for. <laughs> Though the main character has a happy ending, so Bodhi has a happy ending. So there is some closure there. Wasn't she kind of mad at Jeff, though? Well, yeah, but again, you're holding him accountable for something yeah. when, you know, he's, what, 17 years yeah. old? Yeah, no. I mean, well, she can be. She's a character in a book. Right. <laughs> the author wrote that. But no, that's just not logical. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hope you're right. I hope that she found some peace, even if other folks involved in the situation did not. If there was going to be a sequel, I hope Omar gets out of jail. <laughs> well, that's, that's got to be the for. sequel. That's what and Robbie for. needs to go to jail, right? Yeah, that's what that would yeah. be my hope. Okay. So, All right. All so right. we um, we have actual like chaotic schedules in our real lives coming up. So we'll probably be back to talk to you in the summertime with a review of, the, of course, the new Ellen Hildebrand book is Absolutely. due out in June. Mm-hmm. This will be the five-star weekend. So we'll be reading that next and coming back to talk to you about it on some surprise date in the summer future. All right. <laughs> we can sort out our schedules. Um, but in the meantime, we hope we've given you plenty to uh, to go back and look for with our what we're reading now. And um, there are 36 episodes prior to this one that you can take a listen to, um, which all have a lot of suggestions in them. So um, do you have anything else you want to say about this one? I do not. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we read it. Um, I, this is one I'll hold in my back pocket for people who really want one that they can debate with their friends. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do, you know, that, that'll be my, re- that'll be the people I recommend it to are those who like to debate the sides. So, all right. So we'll be back to talk about the five star weekend sometime this summer. We hope that you um, are enjoying your spring and that you're enjoying whatever you're drinking while you're reading whatever it is you're reading. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back to talk to you in the very near future. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.